0: Assalamu Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. From our team to you, welcome to Season 2 of Convert Central. In Season 1, we've had the privilege of interviewing 15 converts across the months of Ramadan and Shawwal. This season, we have created a plethora of topics for every Muslim regardless of our background, our interests and our races. We pray that every podcast that we upload will be beneficial to you guys and meanwhile, enjoy listening to Season 2 of Convert Central.
1: Welcome everyone to the second episode of Finding the Middle Ground. I am Sharul, and I am here with a dear friend of mine who is probably not a stranger to us all in the Convert Central community. In this short and sweet series, we will discuss about the relationships between Muslims, converts and the society with hadiths and Quranic texts which may be applicable to all of us. We hope that both converts and born Muslims can benefit from
0: this short and sweet series. In, in our previous episode, we discussed how Muslims and converts should interact with their parents and their elderly. So in this episode, we will focus more with regards to Muslim, his brothers and sisters, and in larger sense, our society. So
1: I think for this episode, uh, let's talk about the society context. So what I feel that is prevalent among human beings, not only restricted to Singaporeans and all that, but as gen- generally, I think that humans are always gossiping. You know? Contrary to popular belief, it's not only limited to teenagers, you know, adults still engage in, uh, in gossiping, but probably in the boundaries of office politics per se. So we may actually see it as a favorite pastime or getting to know the latest news uh, about our colleagues, about our friends and all that. But little do we actually know that despite how light it is on our tongues, the implications of it Islamically is actually otherwise.
0: One of the implications of uh, being a person who backbites and gossips in, uh, at the expense of other people is that a uh, Prophet has mentioned that we, we will find ourselves among the worst people in the sight of Allah on the day of resurrection. And the, the, the person who is two-faced, that means that one person who, who you know, portrays one image in front of one person and another image in front of another person and who approaches some people in one way and others in another. So, when that happens, we have to understand that uh, when we are gossiping and backbiting, we are actually getting a certain form of uh, fulfillment in dunya, a bad kind of fulfillment, on the expense of our uh, hereafter.
1: That is actually quite true. I also feel that, you know, like, gossiping, although it is a favorite pastime and all that, and although you are actually degrading another human being's uh, self-worth kind of thing, but actually say more about yourself rather than uh, say more about others kind of thing. Because if others were were to see you, you know, uh, always gossiping, always backbiting about others, then sometimes people will actually be, uh, tend to be more wary about you instead of other people that you are actually, uh, you know, dehumanizing because of the actions. So, you know, at the end of the day, we can actually uh, see whether the, whatever we gossip, is it true or not? That kind of thing. So I think as Muslims, we should actually, you know, uh, stay away from all these gossips and then always look at other people, look at other people around us in a positive light. You know, always give them the benefit of doubt, always, you know, cover them for all their mistakes and all that. And inshallah, if we do that for our brothers in this world, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will actually, you know, cover us for our own sins, the sins that we do in secret, you know, from the eyes of the... Or from the eyes of humanity in, uh, in the akhirah uh, inshallah.
0: So, more specifically, when we are around groups who like to gossip about other people, what can we do as Muslims to prevent ourselves from getting the same punishment with the group of people who are gossiping? So, firstly, uh, we must understand that as a as a Muslim, uh, and this is uh, narrated in the in one of the hadiths of the Prophet sallallahu When his uh, when uh, news of his brother is shared, if the brother is the wrongdoer, man should help his brother, uh, whether he is the wrongdoer or not. So if he is the wrongdoer, we are said to stop him. If he's wrong, we should defend him. So never in the case where we talk about his wrongdoings, but rather if we know that something he's doing is wrong, we're going to stop him instead. So in a circle where people are backbiting, uh, there's also a in which say if if they're doing something bad, then firstly, try to stop it with your hands, your actions. Secondly, you stop it with your speech, your mouth. And lastly, if you're unable to stop it, hate it in your heart. Stop it in your heart. So... Uh, depending on the situation, we are either able to leave the group or let them know that this is wrong and, or even go even a level higher to defend the brother uh, that, that is in question. So these are some uh, practical actions that Muslims can derive from the uh, hadith of the Prophet sallam, to deal with circles that are actually gossiping.
1: Yeah, Alhamdulillah. I think those were actually very good advices for all of us uh, listening today. Okay, so beyond gossiping and beyond leaving the group, you know, Living a negative environment and entering to a new positive environment you know as muslims we have some we have a certain uh expectation for us to portray in society uh such as the hadith mentioned by prophet muhammad wasallam. you know the common hadiths where we actually uh, hear every time whenever we go to lectures and sermons you always know that you know you're smiling at your brother is an act of charity such a simple task you just smile Add a brother and, and then you get rewarded for it. I'm not so sure about the brothers who are smiling towards the sisters. not so sure whether, you know, whether you get uh, an act of charity for that. But yeah, you know, smiling and being positive and all that. That's what we actually want in life. Now, our life is actually uh, too difficult. It's already filled with a lot of worries, a lot of problems and all that. So why add more worry and problems to your life by being negative and pessimistic? You know, just smile at your brother and you know maybe perhaps your smile is a reason for him to be positive although he's facing a lot of uh, negativities in his life
0: other than that uh beyond direct interaction when we muslim brothers we know our fellow brothers are experiencing difficulty or challenges another ideal interaction that we should have with them is to make a prayer uh, for them uh, anytime that we keep them in our thoughts. So this is akin to asking for well wishes uh, in, in in non-Islamic terms. Uh, and 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 there was even narrations that state that, that the quickest prayers to be answered is a man's supplication for his brother in his absence. So in his presence or, or in his absence, you know, making prayers for our brothers are always is always encouraged. And uh, with this, we hope that. Uh, we are able to shed some light on the interactions between a Muslim, uh, born Muslims and converts with their society, with the brothers and sisters around them, uh, we, we are able to shed some light on uh, the intricacies of this interaction. Okay, Alhamdulillah, I think by now
1: ourselves and our listeners uh, who are listening today have actually gained a deeper understanding about how us as Muslims should actually interact with our society. As what Islam teaches us, we actually have a certain degree of expectations because maybe for us, uh, our non-Muslim friends in Singapore may actually not be able to read the Quran and actually uh, be able to read the Hadith from page to page. And they may not actually find the beauty of Islam through it. But what I can say is they actually can find the beauty of Islam through our actions and all that. So if we actually refrain ourselves from all of this backbiting, from all of this gossiping, perhaps our non-Muslim brothers and sisters will actually look at us, uh, be happy because, you know, these are the kind of friends that we actually want in life. You know, those who constantly have our backs, those who don't uh, talk behind our backs, that that kind of uh, idea. So I think at the end of the day, uh, through our actions, it may actually be a form of da'wah for our non-Muslim friends.
0: Check out the rest of our episodes for more stories on how Muslims' interactions, good interactions from Muslims cause uh, some of the converts at Convert Central to take their shahada. And inshallah, next week we will be covering the remembrance of Allah and ibadah. Stay tuned for our next episode of Finding the Middle Ground. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.